Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for December 19th through 23rd. We actually had a full holiday week. We did. Which I feel like we don't always get, but I guess because the holidays, Saturday and Sunday, I guess. Oh, I wonder if we'll have one on Monday since it's the technical observation day. Oh, maybe. Maybe that'll be the day they observe. Yeah. Instead of Friday. So one real quick mini that I'm sure we'll get to again. um, Reality check is that we are recording remote because it is currently. (laughs) Hold on. Are you doing with or without wind chill? That's what I'm doing the weather report <laughs> in plum pennsylvania today it is two degrees with a real feel of negative 14 oh my god throughout the day temperatures will be dropping it is expected to reach a low of like negative 30 degrees today oh my gosh did you look at steeler tickets yeah the, there was steeler tickets for nine dollars yeah in the upper levels because no one wants to go. It is so cold. I cannot. Okay. So first of all, we are recording this on the morning of Christmas Eve because neither of us are going to not be with our families on Christmas <laughs> Day. Although then this morning it occurred to me, but when am I editing to release it for Monday? Oh, yeah. JD suggested I say in lieu of the observance of the holiday. And I was like, but I can't. If there's a new episode, I can. We'll see what happens. Whatever works for you. What, whatever just winds up happening. If I wind up editing after a few glasses of wine, so be it. <laughs> but yeah, the Steeler game. Yeah, that's funny because a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at tickets. A friend of mine was selling them like right on the 
like main level or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, this would be a nice present. But Ryan has a tradition of going out looking at Christmas lights with his buddies Christmas Eve. So he was like, no, I don't want to go. I know. I don't want to go. Really? kind of like know. that though i know it's like him and three of his guy friends and they drive around and look at christmas lights and bs about what they've missed in each other's lives and what's coming up and stuff that is such a nice tradition yes. to have how long have they been doing this oh, like 12 years or something it's like crazy that is so i'm sorry i know i is. love that i think that's it, cool it is very cool like last year even he was like i know it's our first year together but is it okay if i go out christmas eve with my friends and i was like of course so we took two cars to um church last year and then after church he went on his way and i went to my family's so i mean it's not like he's going out drinking at the bar <laughs> right going to your families and i mean that's he has his own established relation relationship ritual tradition traditions yeah. you know and you have yours and i mean exactly maybe eventually they'll figure out a way of meshing but if not that's I mean, okay yeah so oh that's awesome i love it yes so he didn't want tickets but i was glad that i didn't buy tickets because now i'm like those same tickets are like 50 dollars instead of what i would have paid for them well and it's been so i mean it's been a hard week to be a general hospital fan but then also today is the 50th anniversary of the immaculate reception which is why the tickets were so insanely high. I mean, I feel like they would have been high to begin with, but having that yes, spiked up the prices even more. And then we lost Franco Harris on Wednesday. Yes. Like, how? Ugh. It's just like the beginning of the year, whenever it was almost Betty White's 100th birthday, and then she passed right. away. Yes. And I, okay. We just need to say, I mean, it, Sonia, Eddie, if you haven't been on social media at all this week and somehow don't know, um, we lost Sonia Eddie this week at 55. That's so, so young. I feel so awful for her family and her friends and her GH coworkers. I mean, you could just see the outpouring of love and sympathy from every single person who had been on that show, whether they're still on or they left years ago. It was so beautiful, but I feel like one of our best friends passed away. I'm so sad. I called you. Yes. I, mean, I called you for like three different things, but I was like, I can't text her this. Right. Right. Like it, and not to say like we never talk on the phone, but you know, we both have a lot going on that. Yes. The texting is a beautiful, although isn't it funny because you probably have more time for phone calls of like texting and all the technology wasn't a thing because then you wouldn't be so like scattered with yeah but you can multitask you if you call me on the phone you're gonna hear about emily's day at work and what madeline right. thinks blah 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 and so what you can tell me in a two second text is gonna take you 25 minutes to tell me on the phone right well sometimes it's fun. but anyway but yeah i mean so i was sitting in the walmart park parking lot because i had just gotten <laughs> into my car and saw it i mean it was like a I told you on the phone, I'm like, we're in the same checkbox on right. some forms. I mean, we are at the same age group. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, yes, she is older than both of us, but like I mean, said, like all the outpouring that came out, I, I know this is not going to come as a shock to many people, but I could not stop crying. Yeah. I don't know why, like every single time I watch something, I was just like, oh, how? Right. 
And this is also why, and so, I mean, obviously, I don't think that they've actually released official what happened. I've read a couple of things, but I'm not, I don't, nothing has been officially stated. So I don't know if she was long time sick and that's why we haven't really seen her that much. But this is really why we need to stop leaving amazing people off screen. Yep. Um, Because we just don't know when they won't be available. Very true. We lost Alice. Mm -hmm. Although I feel like we knew why she left. Like we talked about in the wrestling crossover, the actress had had been having heart issues. And so, I mean, that was kind of like a bit epiphany. It's if they do not create some kind of a scholarship program Mm -hmm. for nurses or for people who want to get into the medical field right in her name okay i'm not saying that they should have already thought of that but that just popped in my head that i bet sunny does because he was so close Mm -hmm. with her son yeah they have to they have because i I was just thinking of what frank valentini posted was that the lights at the nurse's station will be a little bit dimmer and then i immediately went to the wall of right you know like the different i mean and those are all the different donors but how cool would it be if they're going to have to kill Epiphany? Like Epiphany has to die like that. Right. There's no way around it. Right. Like there is no right. ifs, ands, or buts. Epiphany has to pass away. I hope that they figure out some way of making, I think Sonny would be a great benefactor to fund it. He's done it for stone. You know, he did all the donations for the AIDS wing in stone's name. Right. There should be some kind of a scholarship program to help people because her dream was to become a doctor. And Mm -hmm. we've been joking for weeks that we don't know if she ever passed that test. And now it's just horrible because we also don't know if she filmed any scenes coming back in the next couple of weeks where she did. Right. But she talked about her struggles of getting to that point. I hope that they take that storyline that they wrote for her and maybe create some kind of a scholarship program for either nurses to continue their education and, you know, pursue, I don't want to say a higher level because nurses are definitely. No, but it is a higher important. level. It is a higher level position. And if they want to pursue that, then that's fine. Right. And it's like a different education degree, I guess is. Right. Yeah. Like you need way more education. I mean, how many times have they said it? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like the doctors look to them for the information, but yeah, that would be. That would be really cool if they did something like that where they established some kind of a scholarship in Epiphany's name. Yeah. I hope that Milo comes back. That was so sweet. Oh my gosh. Did I send that to you? No. Did you see? I don't think so. Oh yeah, you did send that to me. Yes. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That was so sweet. That was like such a genuine story. Yeah. So Drew Cheatwood was Milo on the show and not going to read the entire thing because it is like because Shannon will cry par- again Shannon <laughs> will cry again so this is actually kind of working that we're not sitting right here because although now I'm actually look at you because like most of the time like we look at each other ish on the couch he just talked about you know how when he first met her and their story so mm-hmm. it was beautiful I don't even know where to go on from there yeah. it was 
and we know that the nurses ball is happening next year. So yeah, it'll definitely be different. Didn't Epiphany have diabetes? Yes. So maybe it'll be some kind of, I don't want to know. Um, they have to do right by her. Yeah. They can't do what, even though she hasn't been on as much as she had been in previous years, she was on definitely enough. Right. I mean, she was in a relationship with Marshall. So something has to be said there. Yeah. She had a heart attack due to her type two diabetes while on vacation in 2016, but it wasn't revealed until June 27th, 2019. I think that we need to wait because I was actually going to suggest that we do Epiphany this week as our 411. Mm-hmm. But I would like to wait until whatever they decide on the show to have a full. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Because we don't want to talk about it twice. No. Um, so I guess with that, we could just say that this week's upcoming 411 is actually our 400th episode. Here, oh we'll, go on a, we'll go on a high note. It's our 400th episode. And we planned so well, sarcasm, <laughs> for such a great topic. <laughs> We're going to talk about the prisons. <laughs> yes. After last week's talk of the mental health facilities, we are talking about the prisons. Yes. That was threatened this week to Ryan that he was going to end up back at Darkham. And I was uh, like, Darkham? <laughs> I know about that. We just talked about it. Exactly. But then the first week of January, we are going to be doing our traditional recap of 2022 mm-hmm. and everyone's hopes for 2023 you know like your favorite parts of 22 things that you weren't so much a fan of if you could please it's go to our website fill out the form by friday december 30th is the easiest way to be included because it really keeps it all nice and easy to find there yeah. well uh, not good news so guess what Hulu headlines were this week? Oh, were they right or not right? They were exactly the same as last week. Okay. <laughs> so on Monday, again, Sunny and Nina check on Ava. But that yep. actually happened. This These all actually happened this week. I don't know what happened to last week's. Yeah. On Tuesday, Carly dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, the Quartermains exchanged a presence. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Dex comes to Jocelyn's aid. Mm-hmm. And on Friday, Christmas morning in Port Charles. Yes. Those are all accurate this week. Good job. Flash Portland. Yeah. So where do you want to start? So the first one was Nina and Sunny checking on Ava. Correct. Okay. I I just felt like that whole interaction was weird. They're putting Sunny and Nina together all the time. Like they can't They're even doing anything other. Right. Right. Like I have to go to the grocery store. You have to come with me. Like they're totally not independent of each other now at all, which I know in a new relationship, you like to hang out and stuff. But if I was coming to work, right. Don't you have to be at work. And like you and I are really good friends. If I was concerned that there was something going on with you that was very, emotional or you were like struggling with something i would not bring ryan with me because you are not going to feel comfortable opening up the same way in front of both of us as you would just me so and especially with the you know craziness between ava and sunny they co-parent well now but they're still not best friends she's not going to sit there and break down about 
Nicholas and all of that in depth with Sonny standing there. Do you think that in part, though, it was because they weren't able to get a hold of her and the hook was still out there targeting people related to Trina? And maybe Nina brought him for safety? I mean, maybe, but I would have just brought one of his guys that stood outside or checked the premises real quick and then stood outside. That is true. He himself did not bring anything to that interaction. I mean, how is she going to learn anything about the Metro Court if she's never there? And mm-hmm. what's going on with Crimson? Right. Just, oh, well. I don't know. They're don't just celebrating know. Christmas, not talking about any business stuff. Must be nice. Guess so. So, and then Sunny ended up leaving anyway, so that Nina and Ava could talk. Not that she gave any great explanations, except for Victor and her were going to figure some stuff out so she can get all kind of money. And Nina was like, just leave that family alone. You have enough money. Don't you understand how crazy they are? When Ava then saw Liz in the chapel, yes, second, I thought, oh my gosh, that's who she called. Oh, okay, that, that would have been, been good. awesome. That would have been awesome, and that would have fixed Liz de- Liz's dilemma because she'd have been like, "Yep, he's a snake." Done. It. I think that that would have been because I think Ava knows that Nicholas would not have told her that, right? To protect himself to be able to, but then. Mm-hmm. Ava would, and like I said last week, she's not necessarily Liz's biggest fan, but she would probably be like, hey, by the way, here's what your lifelong friend, now baby daddy, did. Right, exactly. I'm surprised she didn't play that in the chapel, even if she hadn't called her, just to be like, you think you're so special? Listen, he confessed everything to hold on to me, and now things have changed. Why? Right. And just look, I'm going to turn him in or something like that. But I think that maybe she did actually play that for Victor and still going with, I didn't like his reaction then if it was who he, no, it would have made more sense for her to play it for Liz. Meet me in the chapel. We'll talk there. And then that would have, I did love that entire scene though, between her and Liz. Yes. That was very good. Yes. Yes. I liked, she said, at least this time you weren't married to his brother. And I was like, oh, you go right for it. <laughs> like, I loved it. Burn. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you even come back from that? There's nothing you can say except for, oh. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, Liz literally had nothing to say about anything. And she right. couldn't. Because anything she could say would be incriminating. Incriminating, you know. Yeah. But that would have been great if, because Ava doesn't know that Esme's around. That would have been great if that is who Ava had called. Right, right. So I don't know why they didn't just ask Brooklyn for some how to have a fake baby advice and pretend like Esme's baby was Liz's baby and then send Esme away. I feel like Liz is actually one of those people that's not going to tell everybody about the secret. Right. So she wouldn't go to Brooklyn and be like, hey, by the way, how'd you do this? I guess that's true. But Brooklyn did it right. She sure did. I don't but know. I guess if you I, don't think deceitfully, you don't know how to deceive others. Because Brooklyn does. Brooklyn yeah. thinks in more manipulative ways. Liz, like she even said as she was breaking down, am I a good person? I do think that Liz is a good person. Oh, absolutely. I think that she has made 
some self-righteous decisions. Mm-hmm. It very, very much like what we're seeing in Joss. Yes. She's going to condemn everyone else, but when it comes to her, it's okay. Yes. And yes. it's like, no, that's that's not how morals work. I just didn't understand like what her and Nicholas talked about, what Liz and Nicholas talked about, because they were in two totally separate ways. She's like shutting yes. it down, telling Ava that she lost the baby and it's it's done and over with, whatever. As he's telling Spencer, oh, yeah, I was hooking up with your Aunt Elizabeth. And Spencer was exactly right. He's like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Like, how am I ever going to look at you the same? I mean, he went off and said you took advantage of Liz because she had just come out of the institution and all of that stuff. So that was great. But why are we telling Spencer that? Well, I think he wanted him to hear it from him instead of hearing it through the grapevine. I love that he was like, how am I even supposed to be friends with Cameron now? Right. Like after and I was in the same. I I love also when Spencer was like, you took advantage of her. Like I obviously he probably is putting part of the blame on Liz because she's also an adult. But he's like, she has had mental health issues all year. Mm-hmm. And you thought that that was a good thing to do. Right. Right. You couldn't even give her time. Like, come on. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if Nicholas thought the conversation was going to go differently. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I don't know. I was just very confused because like, I feel did he like say it because he was proving a point that it's over with Ava. Like, is that why he told him? Because um, what did Spencer Spencer said something when Nicholas said, I served Ava with papers. And he's like, oh, OK, so you guys will get back together like in a week. Like right. he said something to that effect. So I wonder if that's why Nick said that. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but it still doesn't make any sense. Because it if, didn't come out of defensiveness. Like, it didn't come out during right. a spur of the moment, heat of the moment right. outburst that he was like, oh, shoot. It was a very well thought out. Well, if I just tell him that I got his cousin's mom pregnant. But he didn't even tell him that he was pregnant, or that she was pregnant. He said that she was. he was getting a little brother or sister. Oh, did he? I totally uh-huh. missed that. I'm he sorry. Said, he, he said something about that. And that's when he said Liz. That's why he told her. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Okay, I missed that one sentence. I I just feel like, and obviously Nicholas is not known to be respectful of other people's lives and and cares and whatever, but it was so disrespectful to Elizabeth, even if it's fake, because the one thing that Liz has done is introduced her kids to whoever her her new man is, but like let them feel it out and figure out the thing. So if Liz really was with someone and having a baby, she would have sat the boys down together and been like, hey, listen, this happened, blah, 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 blah. Not just like let it out there for everyone to know. Now Spencer's going to run to Cam and say something and Cam's going to come home in front of the other kids and be like, what the heck? See, I don't think Cam will say it in front of the other kids. I don't know if Spencer will tell him. I think he will. Maybe Spencer will go talk to Liz directly. Oh, maybe. Maybe. That would be good. I would be okay with that. They just, I don't know. It was such a, not the way things should have been done. I'm not saying that she deserves for Cam to be feeling all the feelings that he's going to after he learns of this, but she also made that spur of a decision (laughs) that she's pregnant. Oh, she did. Yes, yes. So, I mean, they just, they really need to just get on the same page of their lie, I guess. Um, yeah. 
or just stop lying. It's easier. Well, that that it's might easy. work too. <laughs> it's, it's easier. I loved that. And this is where I was going with the whole, I thought that maybe Liz was the one that she called because Liz was so adamant about you need to release Esme. Yeah. Because she's innocent, not only because of the hook thing, but also because I just found out what you did. Right. Like right. you need to come up with something different here. And oh, when she shut Nicholas down trying to use Cam. Yes, yes. He's like, but she's not really innocent because she made that video of your son. And she was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. that's emotional blackmail. Don't do that. Nope. Do not try to use my son's thing. If you really cared that much about what she did to my son, you would have been here from the get-go trying to get her because of exactly. the video, not just when it's a nice point for you to bring up. Right. I thought, I Okay. I thought that it was a really good week. Mm-hmm. There was just a lot of outside stuff that was not so much. So talking about people lying, you want to move on to the firefighter that got called out with Drew? Yeah. I can't remember her name. I know they Denise. said it. But Denise. Thank you. So first, it was Drew and Alexis were at Charlie's talking and talking about Harmony. Mm-hmm. And- I want to know what Phyllis knows. First of all, Phyllis is back. Yay. Yes, Phyllis is back. Yay. But I want to know what she knows because Alexis is saying, I had my people dig a little further and this information happens to match some other story perfectly that had nothing to do with what you're looking at. So I don't think you were getting the truth. And Phyllis is like, oh, are you talking about Lorraine? And it's like, yes, so sit down and tell us what you know. Right. She has to know that that's who got Nina's baby, even though she's thing she has ever said is she had left the room right and i think she said when she got back that lorraine was not there which that makes sense though if lorraine took one baby and there was still one baby yeah so that would make sense that would okay but but i still can't believe (sighs) unless phyllis was paid off and she's ashamed to say it I can't believe that she would not tell Nina, like, hey, your babies were alive or baby was alive. Right. I don't know what happened. And tell Drew the same thing. Like, I'm not sure where it went from there, but Harmony left and took one of Nina's babies with her. I'm just curious how, as Alexis is talking, Drew is remembering Carly telling him Mm -hmm. that Nina was Willow's mom. And then saying, oh, no, the tests were wrong, blah, 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 blah. He's a smart man. He is seeing this whole little circle of people that are around Nina and Willow and Lorraine. But then fast forward to the end of the week, and this doesn't give anything away or move us really anywhere. He winds up giving Carly the keychain to Jacksonville with a what I'm assuming is a hotel key. But it seemed like he was. Oh, I thought it was the key to his house. Oh, it might be that too. I don't know. We still don't know. I but... just thought that because it's a key and like yeah. hotels aren't keys anymore. No, they're not. They're cards. Oh, look at how old I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's thinking through all of this and then Carly's reactions. So when Denise comes to meet him and he calls her out on every single thing you told me was a lie. Right. He knows Carly's behavior. Carly's behavior was definitely dictating. Yep. 
something else was going on. So I just felt it was weird for at the end of the week for that to be what ended, how it ended with them was him grabbing her, passionately kissing her. And yes, it's the holidays. Maybe we put a little bit aside, but this level I don't feel like is something that you give someone a key to your house after learning that they may have majorly lied to you, especially where he knows the truth about Willow. Right, right. And fair enough, she doesn't, but he does. So mm-hmm. I feel like would at this point at least have a conversation with her like listen Carly I know that you said this but are you sure there is information that you don't know like I feel like she respects him enough that she would give him a little leeway to understand that there's other things going on without pushing for the information if he says too much she's going to be like what do you know that I don't know but a little bit they could like find that middle ground Right. And instead, he's just like, oh, okay, I trust you. I don't like how they dumb people down whenever they're in like or in love or whatever. It's like suddenly he can't think for himself because he really likes her. He's a trained Navy SEAL. Like, really? He can't put his feelings aside? And it's the timing of everything. And it's not like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Mm. And then Carly slipped her more money. I know. Well, thanks. For changing your story to something else for them to uncover that's not true. Right. He obviously has good resources. Like, Right. But on the plus side, Phyllis is back and she's starting to date now. Yeah, Um, she's texting somebody. She likes their punctuation use. Yes, he uses grammar. (laughs) That was cute. Things didn't really flow into each other this year. That's hard. I actually do think that they did because I think they did a good job of wrapping up the storylines we've been following enough so that way we could go into the Christmas stuff where we typically do see things take a shift. And I mean, fair enough, in our own lives, that's what happens. You know, your life kind of goes on hold for the holidays and things change and then you kind of go back to it, you know? Right. But I guess we could just, oh, Michael and Willow got had their ultrasound done. I'm sorry. We have both had babies. Doctors do not sit around waiting for us to decide if we want right. to do You, you made an appointment, lay on the table, the doctor will come in or the ultrasound tech will come in when she can and get you done within an hour or so of your appointment scheduled time. This is why doctors run late because people like Michael and Willow go, you know what? I don't think we're going to do that. Let me get fully clothed again and have a full conversation and then decide, you know what? Change my mind. Let's go back to square one. Yes. It doesn't matter that his family donates a ton of money. No, you still need to have respect for the doctor's time. Unless it they was... booked like three appointments. Right. Maybe they did. Who knows? Maybe they booked her for the afternoon. In which yeah. case, I'll take back everything I just said. <laughs> but they're having a baby girl. They are. I'm sorry. And I know he's a kid. Wiley could have carried less. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> he's like, yay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to meet her. Like, well, that was a dumb decision to tell him as he's opening and playing with Christmas presents. Right. Like, you, if even our older kids, if you made a major announcement in the middle of Christmas, they'd be like, okay, (laughs) I'm trying to check out my new whatever. Right. Like, that's its own little separate. They could have done that in a cute way and done copies of the ultrasound or something or given wiley like a picture of the baby and shifted the conversation to being the baby not like you said he's trying to pay attention to his toy and you're telling me about 
some person I've never met yet. Right. Exactly. So, no, he did a good job considering when they were telling him because, yeah, at least he took it back to Christmas. Next Christmas, will she be here? Okay, cool. Right, right. (laughs) And then Joss and Carly spoke, and I guess Jax had called and asked if Joss could come to visit. So I feel like that's the first time we've heard anything of Jax all year. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that made sense, too. Your dad's concerned. There's someone running around with a hook. Right. Well, and that tends to be when, like, when Sonny has been in the most danger is when Joss Mm -hmm. has gone to Australia. And, I mean, she should know this pattern. But then I feel like the entire conversation that Carly and Joss had was exactly the same as what we heard a few months ago. Yes, it is. Except for now, two lines about Dex. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Now they're trying to make it seem like she's staying because of Dex. She... He may be another reason, but her core reasons were the same as they were a few months ago. I need to be here for my friend Trina. I need to be here for Cam, even though things aren't working out. Even Spencer, my schoolwork, like, mm -hmm. yeah. I did like how she was just like, you know, Spencer and Carly's like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh yeah, at least. (laughs) Yeah, he got out. And then Chase was saying that he was not going to be performing at Rice Plaza and told Brooklyn that he was done. Yeah, personally and professionally. Yes, I was shocked by their breakup that he didn't change his mind or at least somewhat consider changing his mind, especially the way he was looking at her whenever he was singing. Yeah, I thought that she he was going to come off stage and like they were going to embrace and kiss or something. But I was surprised by them breaking up and I was surprised by Maxie and Austin. That was pretty like anticlimactic. She's like, nope, you lied. I'm done. Yeah, but. Good for her because she learned a lot through Peter. Yes. Yes. Austin's not Peter. You know, I really do think that he just made a whole bunch of dumb decisions. Right. But with the right intentions, but you don't lie. Right. And after Maxie's been through what she's been through, you don't even test that. Like there's hardcore lines you need to not cross. Yeah. I mean, who's to say that maybe they don't get back together in a little while? while. I mean, I know that. No. I was finishing my sentence that I know I know none of us are really a fan, but no, they're not getting back together. So did you um, play the Disney game as you were watching? Huh? You who observe everything in the background. Oh, 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 <laughs> no. What, okay. Let's, let's finish the non-Christmas stuff and then we can get into the Christmas stuff. Oh, okay. Cause I mean, then nothing really goes. It Dante was there asking TJ for Rory's report and Matt yes. brought in his autopsy and Dante correctly used the phrase serial killer. Yay. <laughs> you were so Dante. happy. I did. I thought of you after they listed off the victims and he said serial killer. I was like, Shannon's going to be happy. They, and they he know said, and now we have a serial killer. Yep. <laughs> Dante should now be commissioner because he knows it takes more than one for that. To yes. Be. Yes. And then Cody and Sam were at the gym and she was questioning why he was still there. And then he told her about when Dante broke his arm when she was he was little. And I wasn't a fan of all of that. I Cody like- called Mac and is like, hey, Sam's here. You should bring Dante over. I think that he was letting. I think that he wanted to talk to Mac. I feel like he wanted to make some kind of a connection with him, but was using not using, but like found saw that, that as reason. like. Yeah, found that as like, okay, I can talk to him because if I say, hey, I think that he really was trying to help Sam because she was concerned about Dante and he was trying to find out about his friend. Like, where is he? 
but I thought it was interesting that the way that Sam and Cody both explained Dante, she was like, that's not Dante. And he's like, Mm -hmm. well, people change. And I don't think that he's doing it in a way to make her suspicious. He's just like, no, this, this is the Dante that I know. Right. This is how he was growing up. And it's put in like little teeny tiny, like, like maybe she should find out what Dante did instead of just sweeping it under the rug. Like she's been. Yeah. I mean, she investigates everything. She doesn't tell a lot of it. So why can't she find out what Dante did and go from there? Right. Because he's obviously not going to tell her. And then we saw Heather dressing uh, Ryan up as Santa. Uh, I'm sorry. I think that those guards need to be fired. I know that we've said this before, that they're not the best guards. But Heather's like all up on top of him, shoving that present underneath of his cover and stuff. If he truly could not move, like you were violating him. Please stop touching me. He spoke. And none of the guards heard it. Right. Right. No, it was inappropriate all over. But so the trinket that was found on Rory, Mac mentioned to Felicia as it was Gloria Wilson, who is Ryan's ex-wife, that Felicia saw he killed. Mm -hmm. And we talked all about that in the Ryan Chamberlain. Yes. Recaps that we did. So is Heather the hook and she is just leaving lockup how we talked about in, was it the medical or was it in hers? I think it was in both that we mm-hmm. noticed that like she would leave to go do something and then come back to whatever facility she was. So why would she be in Trina? Because Trina was hurting Esme. In her, in her eyes, Trina was causing pain to her but daughter because her boyfriend she- was falling in love with Trina. But she claims to have not known that Esme was her daughter until Ryan told her just a week or so ago. She knew the name, but she didn't know who the person was. You are correct. She knew that her name was Esme, but she didn't know. You are right. Yes, yes, yes. Because I was just thinking that would have been the... Because he said that she had the bracelet, the trinkets that he had, the chain. And so that would have been the jingling of the... That we've been hearing that I've only ever heard once with the hook. I don't know how I'm missing it. But whatever. I don't know. But that's okay. But yeah, I don't know how it would have been about revenge for Esme. Yeah. Like the way she's talking about it now is like they're going to start something. She said to Ryan this week, no one's going to hurt our baby girl. We'll get revenge on them, blah, 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 blah. Like she's just involved now. Well, yeah, because this is, well, no, because everyone's heard a jingle. I'm so confused by this now. Yeah, I just don't know how they're going to make it all make sense. I was, I hate to say it, I was really pulling for Rory to be the hook. <laughs> I'm sorry that you were disappointed. Like Rory and Esme's twin. That way we could go back to the two people. Maybe it was Rory and Esme's twin. And she's the one who killed Rory because like I said, she didn't need him anymore. That could be. I still think that he sent that picture of the file and sent it to somebody. Okay. I thought he was just taking a picture for his records. I don't know. Well, maybe he was planning on showing it to someone. I don't know. I don't know. But I also, I did a quick review, so I did not go back and like re-listen to us or Heather, she's killed people. She has tried Mm -hmm. to kill people. Yes. She has succeeded. Yes. But I don't feel like she's a serial killer. I don't feel like she's, yes, she has left whatever facility she is supposed to be resident of, Mm -hmm. done done a crime and come back. At least she's smart enough to go back. Yeah. Let's just give her that. Right, right. Exactly. 
I'll just sit at Kelly's and eat a BLT and tell you, you can call whoever. But she was kind of more of a one-off. So, like, she killed Maggie for Stephen Lars. Right. She tried to kill Diana Taylor. Again, wasn't that around Stephen Lars? But That I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess she killed for her kids. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. So maybe she is the hook. (laughs) I mean, I don't feel like one of my children getting their heart broken is something that I would kill for, but right. I don't feel like we should really record this conversation. (laughs) What would you, or would you not kill? No, but that was just kind of my first thought was, but I don't feel like Heather is a serial killer, Mm -hmm. but she has killed and tried to kill multiple people, but not, but over the years she spreads it out. All right. I don't really know where else to go with that conversation (laughs) before. The FBI will again be showing up on my door. Not right. again. Not again. <laughs> we get weekly visits. <laughs> it is just something that you have frequently said and been like, yeah, when Shannon gets the. Uh-huh. Oh, but speaking of Esme, I loved her jingle bells when she was singing so much pain that Nick will Til feel daddy when daddy comes, comes to play. Hey. <laughs> she even threw in the hay. <laughs> yes. That, that was good. I can't believe that Nicholas isn't catching on that there's someone somewhere that she thinks she's going to get help from. She has referred to someone else multiple times. And he's like, who are you talking about? Huh? And then she's like, never mind. She told him about Maggie, though. I Okay, let's go back to... I Okay, so I thought that Maggie was Esme's mom. Maybe Maggie's the hook. Did I ever say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, let's go back to that. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to Maggie being the hook. Okay. Because Maggie knows about Ryan. Uh Uh-huh. But that also doesn't explain how Heather got Gloria's. Oh, but I think that the reason that I think that Heather is the hook is because I think that whatever she gave him is the trinket from Rory. Yes. So that's where. Yes. I wanted to see what that was. And then she took it back. Yeah. Because he was being mean. Yeah. But no, I agree. Okay. So. Nicholas was drunk though. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe he just wasn't really thinking clearly. I, I don't understand why he went up there. Like to say that he's the only one that cares about her, okay. You ever locked in a room. Yeah. And he very clearly said it's not really you I care about care about I care about you to the extent that you are carrying my baby. Right. I just didn't understand that conversation or what the point of it was. I agree. He never wants to be around her when he's sober. He's not going up there to try to hook up with her, thank God. So he's just letting his guard down mm-hmm. in a weird way. And you should know that Esme manipulates everything and remembers everything. So what you might let slip while you're drunk, she's going to find a way to use against you. 100%. I don't know. I don't know either. So I think that's everything outside of the Christmassy stuff. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. I guess do you want to start with Christmas at the Quartermains because I think that one was the one that really kind of carried through each day the most. Yeah, that that's true. That was kind of like random though. Like all of a sudden they shot the Quartermain house and. Leo's opening up his present and is all excited. And it's like, wait, there was no waking up Christmas morning. Like I was not ready for it to just, Oh, it's right. Christmas. Right. Middle of the day. He's opening up presents, but I love, he got a book of poems and he's going to learn a poem a week and there's yes. the school year. So that's sweet. That I love cute. that. They explained that Monica is just upstairs sick. Yes. But where's Leslie? I don't like, know. Wh- where is she? I don't know either. And Brooklyn was asking, oh, back to the, oh yeah, so this flows. So, cause Brooklyn asked Ned to fill in and I loved his and Olivia's relationship when, as he is giving Brooklyn his speech about, you know, honoring commitments, facing consequences, Olivia knew right where he was going with the bad dad pun of you have to face the music. Yeah. And she's like, don't <laughs> say it. Don't say it because <laughs> I think anytime you've been in a relationship long enough, you know that those things are coming. Yep. <laughs> I do that with my husband all the time because like there's certain things that I know how he'll respond to. Yeah. And I just like stare at him like, is it coming? Is it coming? And then sometimes he doesn't do it. And then sometimes he does. And <laughs> yeah, I I liked and it was like cheesy, not very conducive to any type of storyline. But I liked that the quarter main house remains like the quarter main house. Everyone yeah. is welcome. Yeah, Cause that's how Lila would have been too. 100%. And so, um, you know, Ned's saying there's not enough food. There's not enough food because Austin shows up and then Cody and then um, Molly and TJ. And then this random pregnant girl. Did she have a name? I don't, they kept calling her the Virgin Mary. So I wondered if she said for real, her name was Mary, but I don't right. think she ever said it. I don't think she ever said it. I don't think um, they said Harborview as many times in the past 10 years right, as they did in that right. one episode. Har- right. Harborview must run through like every neighborhood because they're like, we couldn't get anywhere because Harborview. <laughs> well, maybe it's the same thing as like New Texas or Salzburg for us. Maybe, but I felt like it was like the end of the town because yeah. it was like exclusive or whatever. Yes. Like it was in a gated community, not somewhere that. Right. And like, like Molly the- and TJ's off- or office apartment. Right. And like very like far back or whatever, like you have no reason to be driving anywhere close to there unless you're going to visit Sonny's house. Right. Not that it was a main street, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I liked that they kept with the, the quarter mains have everyone in. it didn't matter. They didn't have enough food. They made an extra lasagna, blah, 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 blah. That was, that was sweet. I just, I understand Ned's quote concern, mm-hmm. but what holiday have you ever gone to that you only have just enough food for the people that you've right? And especially with Olivia, they talk all the time about how Olivia can't make 
just enough food for dinner. She has to make dinner for like 30 people on a normal Saturday night. So yeah. on Christmas, they're going to be running low on food. Right. I don't think so. Yeah. I love her. I really do. Like every time she was kind of correcting him with a seriously, you're going to turn someone away on Christmas. No, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> I love when she was like, God forbid box noodles. Yes. I don't make my own noodles. I have made my own pasta before, but I'm not, I'm definitely like a more box noodle girl, but yeah, I just thought that was cute. Yeah. The whole thing was very sweet. I mean, do we just, mm, I guess we can get back to that. I loved, we never really see Spencer with the Davis family. Right. We see Alexis go to him at Windermere mm-hmm. frequently enough, but we've never really seen him interacting with the girls. Right. That was cute. I liked that he felt comfortable going to Alexis's and asking her the hard questions. Like, mm-hmm. you're a Cassidine, but you're not. So what do you do? How do you keep your distance? Because I like how your girls don't associate with that, but yet they know that they are. Mm-hmm. I-, I think he should move in with Alexis. I think that would be great. I think that he would get the support that he needs. Yeah. Because... My heart just broke when he stood up to just turn and look at the tree. Mm-hmm. I love Nicholas Chavez. I'm sorry. I do. I think that <laughs> I think that he is really good at conveying emotions. Yes, I agree. I agree. He nailed it. I like that everyone just automatically bring, blames Christina for something, though. Right. Something Christina said, and I'm like, <laughs> what did she do? I think that was like a cute teasing moment, though. Oh, yeah. So. I'm just so like, happy um, that Alexis finally told her that she's proud of her and the work that she's doing. Right. Right. I thought it was cute that she like knew what came from Molly because that's a Molly gift and this is a so-and-so gift. It was very cute. I also love though that the kids are upstairs just playing on their video games, YouTube, whatever. And the adults are all hanging out downstairs, open in presents. Like, okay. That's what happens. I mean, that's what happens at my in-laws. The kids get their gifts and then they wind up going downstairs and then all the adults, although, I mean, like everybody opens gifts together. It's just typically yeah. the adults don't really get gifts. Oh, okay. but then my kids and the nephews just go downstairs and hang out tonight after they've been hanging out by themselves for a little while. We will all go downstairs and watch Emmett Otter before we all leave. Oh, yeah. I had never seen that before meeting my husband. Do you know the Emmett Otter Christmas? Yes. I had never seen it before. And Aww. Yeah, it's cute. It is cute. So do the kids not go off and play? We just do it. We do it different. They do go off and play, but we do all the presents together. Um, So we all go to my mom's house and like all sit in a big circle and watch what everyone gets. And then after all of that is done, the kids start opening like the actual toys out of the Mm -hmm. toy boxes while we set up lunch. And then... Yeah, after they've had something to eat, they'll go upstairs or whatever. But they're not upstairs when we're opening our presents. So at Alexis's is when I first noticed the not-so-hidden Mickey game that we were playing all week watching it. Molly had on a sweatshirt with Mickey Mouse. And I think that there was a plaid Mickey on the pillow. Oh, maybe. I missed him. See, they're at least doing it. Most people have that, you know, most people have not most people, but it's not uncommon to walk into someone's house and see a festive Disney. Yes. Something. If her living room was decked out in random changing Mickey's for every single season, I'm not buying that from Alexis. I'm sorry. Right. 
Right. Exactly. But, but for Christmas time, I can see where she would have the pillow that has a Mickey on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, then the story went to Finn's house next, I think. And Finn had a Mickey wreath on the door and Violet had Mickey on her shirt. Yes. I wanted Finn to have like a Mickey tie and he didn't. I was disappointed. Yeah. I'm sorry. Violet. Am I the only yeah. one not seeing Finn and Chase in a way that would ruin Violet's Christmas? Right. Right. She's like happy go lucky bouncing around, whatever. She's not picking. And I mean, she's picking up on that. They're a little sad, but she's not, it's not ruining her Christmas. And it's not like he rebuffed her. He was cuddling with his girl. You know, he was cuddling with his daughter and. Right. He was paying attention to her. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't and Considering Gregory was such a crappy dad. I find it funny that he's all about giving information to Finn when I'm like, uh, no, Finn's a really good dad. Can you please stop? Yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Yeah. I'm not seeing either one being unfestive. Give us at least two minutes of, or her going over and saying like, uncle chase, blah, blah, blah. And him just like staring off and like, oh, I'm sorry, Violet. What? Yeah. Getting him snap right. into it. Like, show me that before you show Gregory telling the two of them, but not the second that they walk through the door and we haven't right. seen because historically that's not the way that they treat that girl. No, no. They like told her, go get festive wear for them to have and that they were going to read the book and whatever. So, right, right. Uh, it was very, I don't know. Gregory seems to say that a lot to Finn. You need to worry about Violet. You need to worry about Violet. And it's like, he is worrying about Violet. What are you talking about? Right. He's been taking care of her for a few years now without really any help. Exactly. Going from being not a dad to, hey, here's your kid. And then leaving. Right. And then he's done a great job. Yes. Even dating um, Liz with her kids. Like he was good at trying to respect those boundaries and stuff. So I, I think Gregory's crazy. Yes. And then Dante showed up and told Chase that his case would be reexamined in the spring. Yes. That's good news. Brooklyn so did something. So then I guess he decided to go to Rice Plaza and sing. And so I wrote, you know, it's going to be a Christmas miracle for Brooklyn that Chase comes in and saves the day and forgives her. Called it. But he did not forgive her. That's right. That's right. She was like, we're going to start over. And he was like, yeah. And then he's like, but let me clarify what I mean. We're going to start over as in I'm not going to let slimy producer guy take advantage of Blaze still. But yeah, no, you and I are mm -mm, done. And I do feel that he probably made the choice that he is not the kind of guy to break a commitment like that. And he did make a commitment that wasn't only to Brooklyn, but then also he would have been no better than her if he had not performed. Right. Because then he would have made the choice to tank the race as a thing yeah i'm sorry why was it not a christmas song there was no christmas mentioned in that song at all no they said they explained that they said that they were going to sing their new song that was being released that night first and then they were going to sing christmas songs but the new song i mean pop stars release christmas albums. yeah but i feel like pop stars release christmas albums after they're really well known and chasing her or not okay like how many years was Mariah Carey around before she released All I Want for Christmas? How many years was Taylor Swift around before she released her Christmas song? See, I always go back to NSYNC because I feel like the Christmas album is actually kind of what helped them out a little bit 
not help them out a little bit more, but I got both for Christmas that year. Oh, okay. So it was like I had heard of them and then, you know, things just happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you're right because then New Kids on the Block had Merry Funky Christmas and that was after they were already. Okay. My point has been made. Thank you. <laughs> However, okay. So at the end of the week, the weather forecast was more accurate to upstate New York, but Rice Plaza Gingerbread Jam, she would not have had a wind machine on her. Everyone would have had gloves and a hat and zipped up their mm-hmm. coats. Right, right. I thought it was funny that Mac showed up in his ugly sweater too late to win the contest. And that was all he had on was the sweater. He had no jacket. Yeah. Which I mean, it does happen. Like we've had 70 degree Christmases, but just not, not, Not and we're not up there. They get everything cold before us. Right. Ew. But Link saying that she was dressed like he wanted her to dress like Santa's mistress, not his mother-in-law. Yeah. I don't feel like she was dressed like a mother-in-law. No. I thought she looked cute. She did look cute. And she looked appropriate for the fact that they're performing outside at a cold weather event. Yes. So I I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm not Catholic, so I don't know the answer to this. Okay. Why do you like candles for people? Just to remember them and pray for them. Like pray for their spirit. So they're dead. Yeah. Then why does Nina want to light one for Dante? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Because I was hoping I was wrong. Because as a non-Catholic, like I was just like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they just light them for people. But I definitely always thought that that's why you went to church and lit a candle for someone was after they passed to pray for them because they were going to light one for Rory. And then she said, yeah, we'll light one for Dante too. I think they meant just like to pray for Dante's soul because he is messed up right now that one of his coworkers was killed. Okay. Like it can, it can be like if you're struggling or whatever, it's like an offering up to God of here. Can you help this situation out? Can you ease this person's heart? Okay, whatever. So the person doesn't necessarily have to be deceased. They don't, it's, they're normally dead, but it doesn't have to be dead. It can be in relation to a direct intention. Okay. Now that we've, <laughs> I don't know. That just, that took me so aback. I was like, wait a second. I was like, he's not dead. Yeah. Like, what are we saying? No, kind of like whenever they go to the, um, chapel in the hospital and light a candle and pray for whoever's in the hospital injured it's like you're praying that they get better you're praying for whatever their mental state is that kind of thing i think that's what she meant for dante see again i always thought that those candles were being lit for people who passed and that was just if someone was in the hospital that was the closest for them to be able to go no do nope okay Oh, but Donna asked Santa to bring Sasha a happy new year. That was so sweet. That little girl is adorable. He is. But then at the chapel, Ava was blowing out. She was snuffing out the candles. Yeah. Why? Like she's. I'm going to ask you all the Catholic questions. (laughs) It's not really a Catholic question. It's just a, like she's being Scrooge and squashing everyone's hopes dreams thoughts like she's over it she's over the whole celebration like she's over christmas i don't feel like candles in a chapel if they're being lit for people who are sick or dead or struggling is christmassy i think it was just symbolizing that she was over it all okay i did um, like that ava brought avery to go see mama carly that and was that carly brought her in mm-hmm and I do was I, really I, owning her stuff though, because she's like, yeah, I did give you a hard time about your divorce. And now I'm in the same situation. 
She didn't mm-hmm. apologize, but she definitely nope. acknowledged. Nope, I totally did the same exact thing. And yep, she, said, she said, karma's a... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I did think that Carly was nice enough in her response. Like, I really am sorry that that is happening to you, but not. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Well, they even said it after, like, oh, the weather, blah, 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 and something else. And they were like, okay, that's all I got. Like, yeah, exactly. we, we know we can't really make small talk. We are not friends. Right. They were both very much on the same page of everything. And Carly bought an appropriate gift. She didn't go spend a million dollars. She didn't buy her something outrageous like a phone. She was like, here's some cute walkie talkies that look like flip phones. This is adorable. Yes. I thought that was cute. Yeah. And they're old school. They are. Oh, those walkie talkies are going to be put to bad use by somebody. Oh, don't say that. Nope, they're not. They're going to stay an innocent child gift. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's what I vote for. And then I think it went to Scott showing up at Liz's and she had a Mickey front door mat. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was really paying attention. You didn't? I multitask a lot while I'm watching, so I don't necessarily always see what's on the screen. I was wrapping Christmas presents. I still picked up on these. I'm sure there's more that well, I missed. I don't know. I didn't just look up at that second. <laughs> <laughs> I did look up it, enough to notice that as she was looking at the pictures, there was none of Jake. But then when, right? but then when she referred to the boys outside, they were her boys, and Cam was inside. Yes. So, yep, I got that too. Where's the pictures? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I was doing at that time because that was only last night. Well, that's okay. You don't have to justify. I just I know, but now that's gonna bother that, me. Like, what I was I the- doing? I watched them all in a row and wrapped my presents because normally I wait till Christmas Eve and then it's three in the morning and I'm all angry with myself for waiting <laughs> to get them all wrapped. So I got oh. ahead of the game. I love that Scott is still so involved. And mm-hmm. I mean, even like she finally said, you guys have been there this entire time, you know, especially Laura, since she was right. a teenager. I feel like she's always acknowledged that though. She has always mm-hmm. acknowledged Laura's involvement and care of not just herself but right when she became a mother you know Mm -hmm. yes and treating all the boys as her grandchildren even though they biologically are not yep and then saying that this time her parents absence feels final Mm -hmm. so then scott also told her that she is the most resilient girl that he knows i don't know if that's a compliment (laughs) i i i being resilient is exhausting Mm-hmm. there's also a reason why okay so she wound up needing to take care of some things this year because she was remembering things but also strong people can only be strong for so long and they still need right help but i mean she is getting yeah help and like she said and then that's what made her tell them right. like i do appreciate how much you guys have been here i love and i've, I've said this before like cam reminds me of my son because he and i had not a similar conversation this week, but especially in, you know, like as soon as your kids become adults that you can talk to. And I even, as we were talking, started to go into kind of like a side conversation. I went, no, you're still my kid. I said, that really, that's not any of your business. Right. Beyond things will be okay. You know, like that's it. That's, I'm not going to do an emotional dump on you about things that that's what my girlfriends are for, you know? Yes, exactly. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> Anytime. 
might regret saying that. Oh, but then he said that she was still a Baldwin and she's like, that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. That was really sweet. It was very sweet. And then Liesl showing up with a mistletoe. That was yes. cute. <laughs> Whoever dresses Liesl, I know that she even said, like, you try not to say anything about uh, wardrobe because then you might get in bad outfits. Right. Right. Ooh, bravo. I thought that that entire look, I loved her dress. That's actually Kathleen Gotti's real hair color, natural mm-hmm. hair color. Yeah, she looked great. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I want someone to come dress me like that. I just need someone to come dress me because I do not do very well with. That's what I was thinking is I could just use someone to like give me a whole makeover because I am not good at that. I need someone to sponsor that because it's also (laughs) costly. But then at the Ashford house during all of this too, Trina walked down to a room full of trees. That was sweet. It looked so pretty. I did think it was weird that it was Christmas and Joss was at trina's house instead of her own house like we never saw them exchange any presents but she was there because of i don't think she would have been there if rory hadn't passed right i did this goes back to our conversation last week of where we were both happy that trina did not suddenly start saying to rory i love you and this that and the other thing and she actually told joss she was on her way to tell him she did not love him yeah yeah and then when she was talking with Portia, she made him a little ornament that had, had the, the first pop top. That was sweet. That was very sweet. And she used puffy paint. I I have not seen puffy paint in so long. I was so happy <laughs> to see the return of puffy paint. <laughs> now we know it to get Shannon. Let's go back to when things did not have to be perfect. But I mean, do you remember that from being a kid? Like you got the thing of puffy paint and you drew all over whatever. Right. And it was so a mess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolute mess. Oh, and then Spencer showed up. Yeah. And they came up with a scheme together. He's like, I'm going to take Esme down. She's like, yeah, it's not going to work without me. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And I liked that they didn't kiss. Yes. That would have been too soon. Even if there was mistletoe too soon. Mm-hmm. They just like pushed the snow off of each other and we're like, bye. Yep. I think that Spencer's being very respectful. Right. And not taking advantage of her help. You know? Yes, exactly. It's like, I'm going to be different than my dad. Yep. Oh, and Curtis gave Portia and this nice little product placement, you know, for the Metro Court, a spa mm-hmm. package. But then he gave a scrapbook to Marshall. And then Marshall gave him a picture of his first that, Christmas. Yes. Um, how sweet is that? That's funny. I wonder how he still had that picture after all these years. But good job, Marshall. Maybe it was like the only picture that he took with him. Or one Maybe. of... And nowadays, you can just go get pictures off your phone, yeah. Recopied and stuff, too, or... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be something to the fact that he said that Stella is the blur in the background. I don't know. That kind of... Mm. Maybe I do read a little bit too much into things, but... I don't know. But so Sasha was in... uh, Do we want to touch on the whole Joss and Dex making out on the side of the road at Lookout Point, where she got her car... Yeah, it showed her like ah, and slam on her brakes, but it didn't show her like actually crash into anyone. And then she right. was messing with the tire. So I thought she had a flat tire. And then yeah. she's like, oh no, I can't drive my car. I'm like, what? I'm confused. I thought Dex needed to just change the tire for you. Right. But okay. I don't know, whatever. Then they started yep. making out and she's still yes. not telling Cam. Neither one can deny their feelings, but yet they're not um actually being truthful with each other or 
her significant other. Although, what was that whole going back and forth with one word? Like, were they writing a poem together? Were they doing word association? I don't know what you're talking about. They kept each saying one word, and then that's when they kissed. Oh, I think it was just supposed to be like, caught up in the moment, can't even finish a sentence. Mm. I've I've never done that. (laughs) No. No. Must be a young person thing. Maybe. That I didn't see any Mickeys at the Quartermain house, but it took us back there because the pregnant lady ate some spicy lasagna from Olivia and that threw her into labor because she went from walking around to, oh my gosh, my water broke to, ah, I'm in so much pain. Like that's the fastest labor I've ever seen. But luckily, Dr. Britt could show up on the motorcycle to get there. Because Sasha was fulfilling Brando's New Year's resolution to fix the bike before 2023. And Sunny came and helped. Yes. And that, that made sense, though. That all made sense that she would do that for Brando. She wouldn't have remembered how to disarm the alarm. So Sunny mm-hmm. would show up. And then, given all the weather, you know, Britt's car spun out and... Cody called her because he's like, uh, yeah, here's the deal. Someone is here having a baby. And then right. they come in through the back door or side door and say, sorry about Monica's begonias, but. <laughs> right. I heard you needed a doctor and she was able to deliver the baby healthy and fine. Except for, could they not have found a different baby doll baby? That was the worst baby ever. At least they didn't show a three month old. I don't. I know. I would have rather a three month old than that baby. It was so flat and like not even not moving to wrap correctly. It, it looked like whenever they try to do the stillborn ones, like a baby's premature and it's stillborn. Yeah. That's how that baby was wrapped. Like it was too small and they had nothing else or whatever. It like freaked me out because they're saying the baby survived and is fine, and then they use that. I know for a fact there's chubbier baby dolls than that that you could swaddle and close. I mean, my kids have them. They look like real babies. Why are we not using one of those? Right. I don't know. Um, and then. But she's naming the baby Britta Noel. Yes. Yes. That was and then great. all before that, though, Britt was like living like it's her last Christmas. She was going to do the polar bear plunge. The polar the soup kitchen. bear plunge. Like, no way. That's way too cold. All I could think of was around here. I was like, oh, my God. If somebody did the polar bear plunge today, I think they would freeze to death on the spot. And then help at the soup kitchen and go see Brad singing in a choir. Yeah. But I I did love Liesl saying, Liesl telling her, it is not your last Christmas. Like, this is not how. No. Right. And And she, she told Sasha that she was applying for a job in Boston. Austin was at the quarter means because, and he gave Leo the video game about marine biology. He was thinking about, you know, coming to the queues for Christmas. Oh, and then that's actually how Cody got there was because he came up from the stables to say, Hey, just so you know, like the roads are really bad. Things are being closed. Olivia mm-hmm. was, Olivia invited him in because he was going to go to Berardino's for their holiday right. menu. So I thought that was really nice that they did like a little bit of a nod to Dr. Steve Hardy. Yes. Yes. So I liked that. So then because of all the bad weather. Yes. Because of all the bad. Well, we we got to see Maxie and um, Nina and all them exchanging presents. Mm -hmm. And that was sweet. And then she was like, yeah, I'm so excited to go see Georgie because she's in Portland. And at first I was like, what the heck? Why is she in Portland? Like, did we film this last year? What are we doing? And then um, 
they explained that Spinelli had taken Georgie to see Ellie for a little bit and she couldn't get her regular plane because it was canceled. So she needed the Quartermain plane. And so they took her by boat because of Cody's cousin. Austin's uh, cousin. Or Austin's Mason. cousin, sorry. That we still don't know what the heck is going on. But obviously it can't be that bad if Austin trusted him. To take Maxie, right. Right. So he wouldn't have been in, because he would not have put Maxie in that position, you know? No, not at all. So she had to get on a boat to go to Canada because he needed to be able to get through without any suspicions. Right. Remember back in the day where you didn't need a passport to go to Canada? I know. I do remember that. I miss it. So then she flew in the Quartermain jet and then it was grounded and just happened to be grounded in the same airport that Spinelli and Georgie ended up in. But before that, it showed them at Ellie's. Ellie Ellie and Spinelli had uh, Mickey PJs on and there was a... And Georgie. Georgie Georgie was wearing Mickey PJs too. Oh, she went to go change. That's right. I forgot before she changed, she did. And then there was a Mickey um, Squishmallow on the couch. Yes, I did see that. See, I paid attention because I like the family outfit. I was like, oh, look at that. Those were cute because they were, even though they were um, Mickey, they weren't like overdone Mickey. Yes. Like they looked like PJs that you could wear anytime. They were very cute. Yes. Anyway, so um, Spinelli says, oh, that's a shame. I'm not going to get to meet your new suitor. And Ellie's like, oh, yeah, he happens to be from Port Charles, too. Did you? I am sitting there the entire time going, who who? the heck has left the show that Ellie would have met that? And then I was just thinking, okay, maybe we're just bringing in a new character, another son of someone that we don't know. Yeah. And then... And then it shows on her phone that it's Griffin Monroe. I just don't understand, like, what we're going to do. Are we bringing Ellie and Griffin back? Like, we, so. do we, like, suddenly have Port Charles in Portland? Like, I don't understand. I I don't know. I, I did scream when I saw that it was Griffin. I was like, no way. Yeah. So, but, that's very exciting. But then again, it goes back to the... We need, we need to quit rotating the cast. True. You know, because. I mean, I was happy we had the original Ellie back because. 100%. For how long were we like, where is she? What's going on? Yep. And so her, I think we talked about this. We did do a 411 all about Ellie because we thought she was going to be coming back when Spinelli right. came back and they had broken up. So the actress's name is Emily Wilson. Her handle on Instagram is at Emily right we talked about this before like how did she get that yeah like she just must have known back when instagram started this is what i should do yeah so i don't know i mean i'm i'm excited for it i don't know it but yeah yeah, are they going to stay in portland then because i don't know are we gonna have a spinoff right no 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 but but i mean the possibilities are endless yeah and then it went back to georgie and Maxie and Spinelli meeting up at the airport. And that was so cute. She said all the things she was supposed to say. Spinelli, you've always been here for me. And I just don't know what I'd do without you. And they embraced. And it was so sweet. So, yeah, they need to get back together now. I'm totally on board. And I think that it was great to see also Ellie's support of that. And right. so for everyone who doesn't know who Ellie is, 
you see why she's literally the perfect Match. person to be part of this blended family though. She loves Georgie. And, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, I'm excited for it. I think, I do think that that is going to happen, that Spinelli and Maxie are going to wind up being Yay. together. Let's just not mess it up. Right. And then Laura and Jordan did something. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, like, they oh, were we got here. The roads are closed. How are we going to fix this? I don't know. I mean, fair enough. It was kind of nice to see, I guess, that the law enforcement and the mayor are working behind the scenes to make sure that the city's safe, you know? Right, then right. Jordan, well, that's the one thing that I loved. All of the things made sense of how everyone wound up at the quarter mains, you know, yes. how Jordan wound up at the quarter mains because yes. this random, the only thing that really didn't make sense was the random woman. Right. But that was just to remind Brit that she's not dying and that life goes on. Live every day as your first, like that girl said. Yeah. So, all right. I don't think there was anything else. It was a good week. It was just really sad. I was really worried that we were going to see Epiphany this week and that was going to make you super sad. No, but like if Epiphany was there during the Christmas, I mean, that was just going to, yeah, not ready for that one. Nope. But all right. So I guess that just brings us into uh, a reality check this Christmas Eve. Yes. I mean, I think we talked about a lot of little stuff throughout the whole episode of what we do and everything. So yeah, I'm excited. It's Christmas Eve. The kids are at their dad's house and then I will get them back um, later today. They always celebrate Christmas Eve morning as Christmas because his new wife has some kids by a previous relationship also. And so, you know, between all the different divorce and custody and all that kind of stuff, it just works out that they do theirs Christmas Eve. And then I get the kids back tonight so that I get them Christmas morning and you have like a routine that works that way considering how many families are involved it's yes i think i'm very blessed because my ex is a police officer and his wife is a nurse and so being there on christmas day first thing in the morning was never the norm for them Mm -hmm. as they were Mm -hmm. setting up their lives whereas for me i came from a family where um my dad did not have to work on Christmas and my mom was a stay at home mom. And so I know the first couple years when I was with my ex and he was talking about, you know, he, he never, he worked the midnight shift. So he'd always come home at 6am, but he'd come home exhausted. And I was like, sure. well, you just have to, you have to stay up long enough for us to do the presents. Like the kids don't care if we do Christmas early and then you can go take a nap while they play with their stuff. I don't care, but we have to have Christmas morning together. But it was never um, such a big thing for him because both of his parents had worked in a hospital. So there was Christmas mornings that they were not there. So, yeah, it totally just happened to work out because they that wasn't their expectation. So they were more flexible because I would have cried if I did not have them Christmas morning. So as someone who does split holidays, uh, yeah. you get used to it. Okay. But it. Yeah. Yeah. None was- of the other holidays bother me like you know even thanksgiving i'm like whatever the kids want to do and all of that but christmas i I just feel like i need them here i I mean yeah you're right if i couldn't have done it if it would have been a different agreement i would have just had to adjust and get used to it because what else can you do but luckily this works out and it is like a tradition so there's no changing it at this point because that's what the kids have grown to expect so it worked out well I mean, the only park was every other year. I didn't have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning. 
oh, well, see, but then, <laughs> but then you miss the waking up at six o'clock in the morning. So, right. I mean, right. it's it's so much easier now that they're adult that I have two adult children. Right. But yeah, when they were little, it was definitely very difficult, especially the years where I was single. Yeah. And I wasn't because I was a single, single mom for seven years. Right. And so half of those, I was completely by myself. Oh, yeah. No. So, yeah. But this year, you know, we already talked about all the stuff that I do. Uh, and then this week we went to something called Dazzling Nights that are the Pittsburgh Botanical Garden put together. Oh, and that was beautiful. It is gorgeous. We've never been there before, but we we like seeing lights. Like that's our thing. Obviously, it's not just our thing since all these places have them. But, you know, like that's something that we always look forward to is finding either a new place or the same place like, to just we at least do like one or two light nights, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, during the holidays. And it was 20 degrees, but because there was no wind, it was not that cold. Oh, OK. Which is a rarity in Pittsburgh because typically when it's cold, it's windy and we always have a wind chill. Yes. Great. 20 degrees is really not that bad. Okay. I'm still not a fan. I still had (laughs) like a headband on, but I mean, it was enjoyable. It wasn't, oh, my scarf shifted the wrong way and I have to like really cuddle up. It was, it was nice. There was a portion where I didn't even have my gloves on, but it was, it was very nice. So yeah, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, definitely go check out the Pittsburgh Botanical Gardens. And yeah, I mean, just wrapping up work uh was kind of done around noonish yesterday had a few things pop up in the afternoon but nothing today nothing tomorrow and hopefully trying to just i mean i'm not yeah i don't know the year's basically over like nothing's going to there's things that we still have to do because we still have things that are happening at the end of the year but it's not like like all of our buyers pretty much just taking a break yeah from last week because they're like we're not going to do inspections during christmas i'm like Thank you. Yeah. But not just, I mean, obviously, it's nice because the market slowed down enough that that's even an option now. Right, right. So that's been nice. Whereas the past two years has been, oh, dear God, I hope people do not ask to see a house on Christmas Eve. <laughs> because we can. We can. Right, we can right. So, uh, yeah, it's just been been nice. And as we mentioned, you know, it's been so super cold. That's the one thing I like about this year is that the weather kind of stops things. Yeah. I know that sounds horrible, but you know what I mean? No, it is. It forces you to take a break. Mm -hmm. And no one's going to argue with the, no, it's like negative 14 degrees out right now. I'm not leaving. Right. But yeah, so, well, we hope that everyone had a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We'll remember it on this this one because you won't hear from us until 2023 other than when we talk about the prisons and correctional facilities in and around Port Charles this upcoming Thursday on the 400th episode. That is so crazy. It's insane. Absolutely insane. And we've never skipped a week and we've never had to repeat. Yep. So yeah, I guess on that note, I hope that uh, Sienna was good to you and have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 